0: Welcome to the Hypothetically Podcast with Nikki Downtown and Fat Nate. We provide thoughtful and correct answers to probably the most important questions in the world. I'm a New York City based comedian, Nathan is a New York City based dyslexic. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoy the show. Hypothetically episode 1 Patriot Hypothetically Patreon episode 1. Hypothetically is the name of the podcast. Yes. Starting off, getting one right. Well, we're back here at Grandma's basement. She really wants us to put all this shit away. This, if this is not a podcast studio, this is like a furnace area in an old house. One day when Grandma no longer lives here, we'll look back at these episodes and feel very sad. <laughs> we love Grandma. She's a, I was going to say we, we love that old bird, but I don't, she wouldn't really be an old bird. No. Certain no. types of people are old birds and she's an old something else. I don't want to riff about what animal a grandmother would be. feels like we're just going to be mean to Grandma if you could like we have a great grandma, but if you could just design a grandma from the ground up oh how would i what's my first step when i'm designing ground up working on a grandma i, I feel like i'm just gonna compare and contrast to our grandma blank slate blank slate that's really tough i'm gonna start with betty white because i think she's the ideal grandma and then i'll work from there i feel like she's racist so less racist betty white is where no no, no you're thinking of someone else i feel like they're all racist Betty White's dead you're calling a dead woman a racist She was like a 90 year old white woman What do you think her opinions were I feel like you have to cut out the I don't know if it's racist But I'm just gonna say a non-racist Betty White If she wasn't racist, then I'm just saying Betty White But if she was racist, I'm playing it safe Um, taller, skinnier This You were worried about ripping on grandma Now you're just shitting on Betty White Yeah, it feels safer I um, want Betty White, except I don't want a, such a fat racist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, less, I guess just saying more northern know yeah, I'm just shitting on the south a more northern Betty White one that's a little taller little skinnier maybe a little less southern charm picks up the pace a little bit that's I feel like a lot of people don't when they're looking when they're making their ideal grandma uh, no one ever considers how slow old women are so just a one with a little more speed maybe a little spice behind that tongue oh you mean like conversationally quick or both, like sh- both. faster I don't want to see that grandma shuffle when we're at the grocery store it feels like now you're shitting on our grandma again I'm not it I'm seems like that's on that. the inspiration I'm for this on- on general grandma's there's no grandma in particular grandma, except yours grandma as an institution yeah yeah as an idea so i'm guessing a little taller a little faster maybe a little quippy cart i still love good card playing but i prefer poker yeah Instead poker of the classic gra- pinochle or bridge grandma yeah yeah, yeah i don't care about it. i want one that's like into gambling maybe has a history, like was a, like went to prison for a few years, has a felony under their belt, something a little spicy. I don't want something non-violent though. I don't want drug offense. I think that's kind of lame. Maybe they tried to rob a, ba- rob a bank non-violently, some- something that put them a few years. They got some wisdom on the street. She streets. just tried to. She tried to go into a bank and just act like a confused grandma and walk out with all the money. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. starts walking out and they're like, "Wait, she's really fast." <laughs> yeah. she, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Catch her. She looks like skinny Betty White and she's like, "Thank you." <laughs> I don't really care about the cooking either. That's not a problem. Do you Changing- feel that, that restaurants have in a sense or replaced grandma's like a lot that. of the responsibility? It's the nice grandma cooking, but then you're like, I'd rather just have, <laughs> you know, what's better than your mom or not- grandma's cooking is any restaurant. Yeah, I'd rather just not feel guilty about not calling them on the birthday. I don't have to call Applebee's on their birthday ever. I do, though. You- I call Applebee's. them and I'm like, hey, hey, and they're like, hi, this is Sean with Applebee's. So are you making a reservation? And I'm like, Sean, come on. Come on, Sean. You know why I'm gone. He's like to go order and Sean is in high school. If I was designing a grandma, mm-hmm. I, I think you see I, th- I think picking a grandma as a template pigeonhole do a little bit. So I, I'm keeping it all I know is that she's going to be big. <laughs> She, I just start with a 90, 190 pound, just mound of grandma flesh and we'll sculpt her from there. Are you picturing it? Just a wrinkly sort of big sack just on the ground. A giant thing of aged dough. Right. And it's just a puddle on the ground. And now we, now we add, now we add the bones. I I feel like you're going to forget like a, like, do you know the bones? I feel like if you don't start with an actual person, you're just going to, your grandma's going to have like, do people have uh, no knees? No, so you start with the big 90-pound flesh ball, uh-huh. 190 pounds. I keep saying 90 pounds. 190 pounds of old, wrinkly flesh. And then you put glasses. I want my grandma to have glasses. I know that. Mm-hmm. All right. How many bones are in the human body? I'm really worried you're going to forget about a bone or something. Like 230 or something. <laughs> Your grandma's going to have a lot more bones. <laughs> I think it's like 216. Your grandma's going to have 15 extra bones. Where is that? Where are they going? Tail? What do you What do you do with that? Yes, my grandma. All right. So we. it's a bound of flesh, mm-hmm. glasses, and a grandma tail. Bushy tail for knitting. Hairy, bushy grandma tail for knitting. And it, it wags when she's happy because you remember to call her on her birthday and send a thank you card. <laughs> it would That would help. Grandmas are pretty cryptic. It would be pretty, it'd be useful to know their mood generally. And you just got to make sure it will all fit in the grandma cage when you put her away at night. I think the problem is when you're deciding whether or not to make your own grandma, it's like, do you really have the time in your life to take care of a grandma? You should because they took care of you. I guess, but there, it's just a lot of work you got a column. They're pretty slow. I didn't finish designing my grandma. It's still just a mound of flesh mm-hmm. on the ground with glasses and a tail. But mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's not bad. No, that's not, that's not a bad... We'll just th- leave it there. Maybe right, one little like spot of flesh has like the classic curly grandma bob hair, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> So she doesn't have bones or she just has bones. I decided to go with no bones, but I feel like no bones is better for hugging. I want (laughs) to just hug an amorphous just "Mm," and she wears a dress. I'm just I'm worried you're not considering that like concentrated old person smell that's going to get really trapped in the dough. It's there's no air getting out of it. It's going to smell. I'm excited. People are going to be like, what do you and your grandma do together? Do you play cards? I go "No, I just I just need her. I I need her and then I rolling pin and that's how we get all the mold out. She goes, ooh. She doesn't talk. She has no (laughs) No. ability for uh, self-thought. Oh my. She's a mound of flesh. Oh, geez. But I love her. Yeah, that's that's the important. She's big. People will see her and they'll go, damn, Nick, your grandma is big. And I'll go, thank you. Yes, I designed her to be that way. She would be like our real grandma would be the Christmas grandma, and then this grandma would be the Thanksgiving grandma. No, I'm not going to give Mound of Flesh grandma Christmas. Who gets Easter? Easter would be fun with Mound of Flesh grandma because you're like, where's all the eggs? And you're like, <laughs> they're in the- I know where they are. Let's open those folds, grandma. And you get in the folds. <laughs> it would just be everyone would put their hand in this weird, doughy jelly. And it turns out that's not where the eggs are. No, and you're like, no. oh. Yeah, well, it feels like you pull out an egg, but it's not the Easter egg. It's like a different kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird Your alien hand's soaking wet. You're like, Jesus i love the um the grandma house smell what if you found out the grandma house smell was something awful like what one 30 year old just piece of cheese that grandma lost <laughs> in the in the 80s <laughs> and uh that you're just like it just it, it just reminds me of childhood and then she finds it and it's every, every grandmother it makes your face melt and you're like oh god every grandmother that exists f- has this cheese women in their 50s lose single pieces of cheese around the house as a uh, defense mechanism <laughs> so that it creates this natural smell so it wards away predators as they get older and they can't as easily protect themselves but the kids love it grandmas do all have a smell. i feel like it's like a almost like a pheromone but like mm-hmm. the opposite yeah like how young people have pheromones for attraction grandmas have pheromones to attract grandchildren not even theirs just whatever i feel like i feel like certain people would monopolize on that pheromone who pedophiles mound of flesh grandma Ma- i feel like people would take mound of flesh grandma put her in a truck and then drive around and be like hey kids come play with your fleshy grandma though i would hang out with my under flesh grandma and i would talk to her and she wouldn't answer and i would just keep saying stuff louder like she was a regular grip <laughs> i know she has no ears but i would pretend i'd be like grandma how you doing grandma how you doing she doesn't hear so good anymore <laughs> and when she was i would show old pictures of her when she was a a, a hard <laughs> a hard, hard ball rock. of yeah. know, like a, a, a just a perfect sphere mm-hmm. of tan marble those old black and white photos where everyone's looking straight at the camera and then there's just this rock yeah. of a woman it just uh, not even of a, it's well she's wearing 70s clothes yeah, she has yeah, yeah, like yeah. a <laughs> like a tie-dye <laughs> shirt and like bell bottoms and she's just a, a sphere Oh, I imagine more of an egg shape, but yeah, sure. Either way. It doesn't matter. Ew, dude. That's your grandma. She's Don't a, imagine your grandma's egg-shaped body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, like, she's fucked up. A, yeah. People always talk about how back in the day she was beautiful. I'm like, I think she's an egg. <laughs> dude, back in the day, your grandma had no edges. <laughs> just smooth. Oh, yeah. Those curves. Smooth and then Smooth and heavy. They're like, I think the curves are supposed to be like this. Yeah, it's and, just one continuous <laughs> curve. <laughs> oh, yeah. (laughs) this may not even be a unique question they just may be something that happens to people in New York and as a soon-to-be New Yorker I have some concerns and worries so um if you're walking down the street in New York City and just someone walks up to you and it's just like I'm so fucking clean and he's just demanding how clean he is and then he's just after a few minutes of just being I'm fucking clean and then he just he just demands that you taste it you just taste the clean what what, what do you do what street are you on <laughs> anything in the anything in Alphabet City you fucking taste the clean <laughs> I, I'm not I don't I live in New York I know nothing about it. <laughs> you in Brooklyn are you in East New York if you're in East New York and a man tells you to taste the clean, you fucking taste the clean. Yeah. He's not necessarily naked, but it looks like he's going that way. Like he's starting to unbutton. He's like, you're like wearing clothes and he's like, clothes are a form of dirty. <laughs> I'm so clean. I'm perfect. <laughs> and anything I would put on, I mean, it's just, It's like cotton dust. That's what a shirt is. So he's naked. And you know what? He looks pretty clean. Is he shaved? Oh, he's so shaved. That's all part of the clean. He's as smooth as a baby. What if you lived with someone who kept saying they were pranking you and their only prank was they just kept your pubes shaved? You'd wake up and your pubes were shaved. I think I would shave his pubes. We would both be manscaped, and when we when we hooked up with women, they'd be like, "Oh, it's so nice that you you manscape." It's 2022. It's like I actually don't. Dude, it'd be so funny if you were like you and a buddy were at a party <laughs> or a bar, and you kept going to it. And you were like, "Hey, dude, that guy over there, I've been totally fucking with him. I shave his pubes every night." Everyone's like, "What?" And then they talk to the other guy, and they're like, "Dude, Nathan, I shave his pubes." And everyone's like, "These guys shave each other's yeah, pubes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they think it's funny." Yeah, and I don't think you have to shave your pubes every night. I don't think it, they grow back that fast. Dude, what if someone <laughs> (laughs) shave your pubes and then tried to act like they didn't shave you like you have one roommate and you're like hey my pubes are gone and they're like what? Yeah. Your pubes are gone? Yeah. I think you I think if you're gonna shave someone pubes, you have to unlock the door, uh, knock down shit, steal some stuff, make it look like someone broke into your home. <laughs> there in. was a robbery and and uh I don't want to talk about what else happened. Yeah. You know it would be an awesome prank, I think, or mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be an awesome prank when someone's sleeping or if they get passed out drunk, you shave their pubes, but then you just all the pube shavings you just leave sitting God. on where their pubes were. And then they wake up in the morning, everything looks normal. And then they stand up (laughs) and their pubes just fall off and they're like, oh, God. (laughs) And then their eyebrows and their facial hair and their head hair also fall off. I think what you do is you do that to them. And then when they wake up, you're like, you like whisper to them and you're like, don't move. If you move, all of your hair will fall off. (laughs) could you as somehow as a prank give someone more pubes or different pubes (laughs) let's not talk about pubes nathan yeah yeah this was about good old what's the question again walking around new york guy who's so fucking clean he demands you taste it dude if i'm being honest if i was in new york and somebody kept saying that to me that they're so fucking clean my actual response would just be like i'm sorry i don't have any money That really is what you would say Like if I'm being They're like I'm so goddamn clean You're like That's awesome I don't have any money I I wish I did And what if he shows you the secret is I do (laughs) (laughs) What if he goes You don't have money And then he's just like He shows you another part of his body That's even cleaner Now he's trying to sell you On how clean How clean would they have to be Before you gave them money You know what's ironic Is like Normally between your butt cheeks And your ass Is probably the dirtiest part of your Mm -hmm. body But if you were really committed To cleanliness You could probably make Because it's the least impacted By the outside environment So you could make it the cleanest part of your body your, your butt cheeks would protect that space from the dirty dirty world i actually have a, a really gross story about butthole cleaning i have a really pleasant nice story about <laughs> butthole cleaning that families like to hear i tell it at picnics and oh events wow. with children. yeah I'll well, do But will do you do yours first yeah, and i'll yeah, do mine yeah yeah we'll have a Mine's nice about friendship yeah we'll have a happy ending no, no no i was with a friend of mine and a guy i didn't know very well and we were all talking about what it would take for us to eat ass and i was just like i don't I don't know if I would do it I just don't think that's in my cards and then my friend was like oh I mean like if they got like an enema and really cleaned it out I would probably I'd probably eat some ass and then the third guy who is a friend of my friend uh looked disgusted by the second by my friend's answer and he was like dude it's like having chicken without the seasoning gotta keep the flavor <laughs> in this case the poo is the flavor yeah that's the, the seasoning the poo yeah debris yeah that's the that's the flavor that's when when they talk about flavor town that's what flavor town is i will say there is something like poo has a smell but then also butt has a smell they're different like you ever scratch your ass and smell your finger Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. I have noticed the rate at which I scratch my ass and smell my finger has gone up exponentially since I started working from home. I was in the office all week. I only did it like fifteen times. That's but at home, good. it's like, oh yeah, I just have a finger in there all the time, dude. Because you know, most people are like, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. Like I start my day off with the smell of my ass. <laughs> Do you think when people talk about how people actually have a higher, are like 20, 30% more effective working from home, do you think part of that has to do with the ass smell? That you have something you're working towards now? Yeah, it's a motivator. I go, I'm not going to smell my ass again until I send this email. This Mm -hmm. is a very important email. And once I do it, I will smell Mm -hmm. my... I always do my first finger, but I I feel like pinky would be, that's fucked up. Like that's, you think it's a, I, I always imagined it like back in like the 1800s, the nobility would use their pinky. Oh, you yeah, drink tea yeah, with your yeah, pinky yeah. up. They but don't like, even smell it. They just waft it. If a guy came out to me and said, Hey, I'm really clean. The most clean person you've seen today. Yeah. And then you look and you, he's having a herpes flare up and, look, and he's like that. You can't judge no, me for yeah, that. yeah That doesn't count. And then he's like, you know what? Fine. Fuck you. Sorry, everybody. Let me rephrase except for the herpes, which this fucking guy pointed out. I'm the cleanest. Except for the herpes. I was lied to, all right? Are you happy? I was lied to. Yeah, but sir, I feel like you could just not go out on days you have herpes. You could just go out on days you didn't have a herpes flare-up, and then you could just actually be the cleanest person you know, you've know, you seen all day. This is on you. What if I started like a, like a maid service, like a mm-hmm. cleaning your house service, mm-hmm. but the pitch was that I'm also a virgin, so I am clean. No, it's it's all not. of the other people who <laughs> clean your house are disgusting, dirty sluts, and they filth up your house with their with their sin. But not me. I a virgin. Yeah. When I clean your house, keep it. You you put the whole maid industry, the maid industry paradigm the on its s- head. The slutty by, maid yeah, industry, by calling them whores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I'd be virgin house cleaning services. <laughs> <laughs> I am a virgin, and I will clean your windows. How, how are you gonna? But how will you convince? convince convince people that you are a virgin i'll show them my penis you can see you can see a virgin penis from a mile away if you have binoculars and you go to a school (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) what if evil knievel was actually evil All I know about him is that he jumps his motorcycle, but it was all part of an evil plan that ends with him jumping over a motorcycle. He gets a whole big crowd because he's gonna do a huge <laughs> jump and then he jumps and everyone's like, Woo! And then his motorcycle lands on a bunch of orphans that you just didn't notice because there was such a spectacle over here. And you're like, Oh and he's like Evil Knievel, I did it again. <laughs> he has the big jump and all the proceeds he says go to charity. It and then you don't hear about you're like, Did so A C L U, did you get it? And they're like, We we didn't get it. No. Evil Knievel for ya yeah? Maybe he has to spend All his time Doing these crazy stunts He doesn't even really Have the time to be evil So just as an afterthought They're like What was evil about You jumping over This lake And he was like Well you know Like Like I There was pollutants That came out of the motorcycle And I'm probably not Gonna clean it up He just thinks it's evil <laughs> He's like Oh I bet you guys Want me to <laughs> Fucking drive Just on the road Like normal <laughs> But I'm not gonna do it Cause fuck society <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Just takes the linda out of his pocket and throws it on the ground afterwards. Like got him. I feel like if there was an like evil Genevieve, mm-hmm. it'd be like a classic like villain movie where he ties some woman on the train tracks <laughs> and the train's coming and then right before it gets where the train jumps her. <laughs> And he's like, that's badass. And they're like, well, that wasn't that evil. And he's like, shit, okay. All right, I'm going to rework that. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. He's like, but how do I get the stunt in there? Because <laughs> it's not, I'm not evil Knievel, unless I do the Knievel part. Yeah, he has regular stunt. He like robs a bank, and then he gets on his motorcycle with all the money, and he's like, now I'm going to jump the bank. And the cops are just waiting at the on-ramp or whatever. Like, I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. My problem is I'm worried. Okay, so is this, because my thought is there'd be regular evil evil and then evil. Evil Knievel. And I'm worried everyone be like, oh, it's evil Knievel. And he's like, no, guys, it's evil right. Knievel. Jesus. I'd I- want there to be a good Knievel. <laughs> Evil Knievel does the jump and then Good Knievel appears out of nowhere, jumps the other side, and just tackles him midair. Yeah. Get back down, Evil Knievel. I'm good Knievel. They're like the yin and yang. If they if one ever kills the other, they just reincarnate into another person. I would love a character who's he's like, I'm good Knievel, and I drive very safely. That yeah. should be when you get your license. Good There's Knievel. a guy with like all the evil Knievel, Knievel stuff on, like the helmet and the whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, and he's like, I'm good Knievel. and then he just has very good it used to be 10 and 2 but now <laughs> but now it's uh 8 and 4 <laughs> and he gets a text and he just ignores it it doesn't even look it's at like, it wow good good evil yeah and he's crazy he's so into it even when he's driving you're still commenting on your posture but he doesn't look at you He just he knows that you're not doing it yeah, you never te- take his eyes off the road yeah, you're telling a fascinating story and he's not even he's like Very good story. (laughs) Yeah. Good and evil. What would you do if you were the reincarnate of, you're like, I think I'm a Knievel. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you reincarnated as the good Knievel. You're like, oh, what does that mean? He's like, we'll just start learning the rules of the road, I guess. You're eight. They they take you out of school. They don't let you do anything else. Because your job is to be a really safe and good driver. Because without you, the whole world would go into chaos because of evil Knievel. And then many generations later, there's a neutral Knievel? No, that's, that's just regular evil Knievel. There's evil Knievel, evil oh, Knievel, okay. and there's good Knievel. There's a medium- and the first evil Knievel like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just, all of his fan mail, it's just people asking him to change his name to medium Knievel. Medium Knievel. <laughs> or, so like, I, I like the idea of evil Knievel. <laughs> He does the jump, and when he's in midair, he just takes out a gun and starts <laughs> just shooting people. And they're like, "What the fuck was that?" And he's like, "Evil! Remember, I'm evil. I feel like people overlook that a lot, but I am evil." Well, you put on your flyers that you were evil, Knievel. We thought you were the other evil. This is why. No, needs- I, it was in all caps. Didn't you read the? Fly? I'm evil. They're all in all caps. They're. Ex- you guys just are ecstatic. He's like, I didn't see the other flyers. That's my bad. <laughs> I want to apologize to the fans yeah, of evil Gnievel. Yeah. That'd be so funny. He does a jump and just shoots one audience member. But like, the- well, that was still a good jump, but. <laughs> <laughs> And then he instead of when people are all upset, he's just tries to talk about how he's actually what he does is actually better. He relates it to like skeet shooting where the people that see down the hill and have to shoot. He's like, no, it's actually very hard. I spend months practicing going on hills and then trying to shoot. It's way more impressive than regular evil Knievel. Or like instead of shooting somebody, Evil Knievel does the jump and then in midair he pulls out a puppy <laughs> <laughs> and just drops the puppy. Jumps. And everyone's like, Woo! And then he pulls out the puppy and they're like, <gasps> (gasps) No! But then he hits the landing, and they're like, woo! And then the puppy hits the ground, and they're like, no! You are like in prison And they're doing like Kids are coming in They're doing like A scared straight program They all come in And you're one of the prisoners And you go first And you're like Yeah you can't drop the soap And you will beat the shit out of you And try to scare them physically And just the normal prison stuff And then the next guy Just starts talking about Fucking like goblins Like there's goblins And dragons here That will fucking devour you (laughs) And you're like What the fuck dude Like he's like You made shit up too It's like yeah But your thing Your thing was like goblins <laughs> and I guess just like what do you do now you can't <laughs> you've just been so one yeah they're like what's the worst part about prison you're like the minotaur <laughs> body of a man head of a bull <laughs> dude and if you find yourself in the labyrinth yeah you're so fucked yeah don't drop the soap or the Hydra will get you <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you do as the first guy? You get to, like, you just left the shower. You're going into the kitchen. The and guy keeps, got- like, riffing. He's like, no, no, I'm saying if you drop the soap, you'll get <laughs> you'll get raped. He's like, yeah, by the Grim Reaper. <laughs> do you- is that what you do? You just try to one-up him more? Yeah, he's like, you'll have to join a gang of headless horsemen. <laughs> <laughs> you're like losing the kids but you can't reel it back it has to keep escalating if you talked about getting raped by the grim reaper you can't go from that to like the food's pretty bad <laughs> and all the kids are like boo keep talking about them <laughs> the demons if you had a really if the the straight <laughs> program you had a really elaborate story about a prisoner who vanished and then every <laughs> in the bathroom you see his ghost and all the other prisoners are like what the <laughs> fuck are you <laughs> talking about <laughs> And you're like, whenever there's a full moon... (laughs) You can see you if, if, if you go into the bathroom and say rapey Tim three times and then look in the mirror, rapey Tim, yeah. <laughs> the next guy tries to tack on to the rapey Tim story. And the, the guy before is like, no, you don't know. Now, shut Tim. the fuck up. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. You're in block B, rapey Tim's in C. Yeah. They're like asking about individual people. And it's like, that guy's a crip. He's like, yeah, that guy's a crip. But that guy is a witch. <laughs> that guy knows about Wiccan shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the first guy, you go into his cell and he'll be like, What are you doing, SA? And he'll stab you. But the second guy, he has a big cauldron and he's <laughs> stirring potions. His prison is tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hypothetically, episode 31. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.